What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Second Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Linares. I'm your other host, Elijah Venencia. Let's let's kick it off. You know, um, we got a very important, some very important starting next week. So by the next time you guys hear this, you will have results of what happened uh, during our first week of our Paxton Basketball League. Jonathan and I, we're not ready to give up on the dream yet. Uh, We're still searching Mm -hmm. for that 10-day, trying to get whatever film we can get. So kicking it back off. Yeah, you know, we had our league managers meeting today, and that's what he was talking. He was like, there's some damn good basketball being played here every Sunday. I'll stand by that. He's like, most of you guys, you know, you probably give up on that dream, though, basically. Like, <laughs> you guys, like, it's good enough that, like, you know, people come watch them be like, okay, you know, they're pretty good basketball players, but, like, you guys got to take it easy. Like, go, don't go crazy on the refs. Take it easy. You're not going to the league. It's too late for that. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I'm trying to have a good time, but. It's not too late for put- me. I'm trying to put on a show though. I'm twenty I'm twenty-one years old. You know, that you see twenty-four-year-olds getting drafted. So I mean, he can say whatever he wants, he can believe whatever he wants, but in my heart, I know it's not over yet. We're both going to the league still. Yeah. I believe it. I gotta get my mom in that crib, you know. Oh yeah. But now I'm ready to get back in the league. We talked about how the games went the week after they happened. So, you know, we record on Sundays a lot, we play on Sundays, so maybe they'll be like basically live at this point we'll see i don't know but yeah i'm gonna be fucking going crazy but talking about the refs how they uh-huh. this. Anyway, i'm freaking the fuck out so we're probably gonna turn to a basketball podcast we were talking about our irl basketball at some point but yeah i'm ready to get back into it. it's been you know almost a year we get to play the team that knocked us out of the playoffs last year i'm ready been thinking about it for you know 10 months and the boys are back we re-upped had a couple snakes in the grass we had to mow the lawn and you know we're back better than ever yeah, um, definitely ready to get it kicked off. And then, I mean, moving on, you know, fantasy football, that was our weekly update. It's perfect transition into this basketball league. Little fantasy football update. I think I'm a loser. I think I'm going to lose this game, come in second place in, uh, in the league we are in together. So disappointing there. But uh, what can you do, you know? Hey, welcome to the club. I've been a loser this whole year, basically. So I'm done. It's whatever. I'm ready for next season, though. You know, I didn't draft the best team this year, I don't think. Probably the worst season i've ever had in all my leagues and it won't happen again i'll say that yeah i'm always a consistent like to make the championship but i, I always choke or you know i'm just i'm not built like that i guess so unfortunate stuff there but i think I if gotta, i make it uh, to the championship i'm gonna win but like i got a few uh, rings i'm either gonna get yeah i got a couple rings but i'm either gonna get pretty far or i'm like not gonna make the playoffs there's like no in between like i'm either making the championship at least or i'm not making the playoffs i'm not gonna lose in the playoffs like my team's just like really good or really bad this year really bad (laughs) my uh my team always somehow make a run like they'll find a way to get into that championship Mm -hmm. like so it's it's always a win yeah yeah um you know i did the the, (laughs) the rumors are swirling you know am i coach that can't get it done well to see you know we will. So uh, we'll, we'll have, this will be weekly from now on. We've done it, you know, a few times where we said like our songs of the month or songs of the, you know, just songs we were listening to kind of like an updated rotation of what we got going on each week. We're going to come with three songs that we were just randomly listening to sent to each other, you know, just kind of explain the moment we heard it or, you know, like a takeaway from the song. So with that being said, my number one track, this is last Sunday on the way to hoop savior interlude off a, uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Baby Keem killed it. We're in for a big year from Baby Keem. That's the, that was my takeaway from this is this next album, we got a take coming up on it. So I'll let you go with your first pick. 
My first pick was The Ends by Travis Scott. And my takeaway was that Andre 3000 feature. I mean, it's so good. You know, he doesn't do too much music these days, but when he does, he's going to go crazy. And I'll remember that first listen of The Ends forever. And I was just driving around the other night and I had it on. And I was like, I hadn't heard in a minute and it just really hit. Like, I forgot how good it was. And I've been listening to a lot since that day. But yeah, it's just such a good track. Uh, definitely great track there. And, you know, with with yours, you know, I saw them pop up. You know, I was listening to it as well. So um, just phenomenal feature there. Great song. Just bumped that last night on my way home. My second track here, I have Topanga by Trippy Red. It's it's a really good track. You know, it's not like a track that's going to be like my favorite track ever. But, you know, once it pops up every once in a while, it's just always a banger. But my big takeaway is uh, my boy Nick Cannon, not uh, Nick Cannon with 14 baby mamas, but the white one is what we call him, <laughs> Nick Cannon. Um, my boy, he hates this song. I remember back in COVID, we'd like go to like Chick-fil-A or something. Just go, go out to eat. You know, that's all there was to do was just drive and go get takeout food. You know, it used to be in hell every time we were all banging that. So I like that track. I don't listen to it, but when I hear it, I do like it. Definitely. Uh, Great track by Trip Red. My next song was Six Man by Drake. You know, one of my favorite YouTube channels is Bob the Pop Pop. If you're not familiar with him, he's a music reactor. He reacts to a new album every Friday. He, you know, started off his music journey as like a rock fan. He's only listened to a lot of rock music, that kind of stuff. That's what he was into. And so his whole YouTube channel is really just dedicated to his journey in rap and becoming a better rap fan, becoming more, you know, versed in his rap knowledge and what he's heard. So, you know, he does different albums that people recommend. And obviously Drake is somebody that people are going to be like loving him or hating him, but either way they're talking about him. So Drake is always getting the mention. He's like, okay, I'm going to listen to Drake. He started off with Take Care. He was, you know, pretty like, eh, on Take Care. But this Friday, he put out his video reacting to, if you're reading this, it's too late. Of all the videos I've seen from him, this is definitely the album he hated the most. Like, he was not a fan. Uh, But I like it. You know, it's one of my favorite Drake projects, at least for sure. I don't listen to it as much as I used to, but it is still definitely good. And... Six Man was a track when I was watching that review. It was like one of his favorite tracks. And so seeing him have like a positive reaction to it, I was like remembering the good days when I would listen to that. Being in like high school, I remember that was like basketball season, you know, dropped out of nowhere. And I'll be just bumping, you know, but it was either before going to the gym, going to practice, you know, before a game, you could catch me listening to Six Man. And, you know, we got the Paxton League coming up. So it definitely got me like in the right mindset for, obviously, you know, I'm not a Six Man, but. You know, I was thinking about that just in general. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, definitely a great track. That's like middle school for me, seventh grade. I remember that dropped and whew, banger. Um, Fire. Moving on to my last track. Uh, it's definitely probably my favorite track ever. We got Runaway by Kanye West and Pusha T. I had seen it like mentioned in, or just watched the interview where Push is talking about how, you know, Kanye made him do like fucking four different verses and he kept, he kept saying, come back harder, come back harder. And I was just listening to it on the way to work. Um, I think it was on Friday. And oh my gosh, you know, Push O T, it just perfectly fits the song. Um, phenomenal verse by Push. And then Mike Dean drums or whatever, you know, BD's got going on there. And then obviously Kanye as well doing his thing. So just phenomenal track. I mean, that's an all time classic right there. I love that track. Gonna be one of my favorites for, you know, the rest of my life. So that's a yeah. great pick right there. Uh, my last track was what goes around comes around by Justin Timberlake. And you're going to say, you know what? This is a random pick. I'll say you 
chose it as one of your tracks you were listening to at one of our you know previous rotation posts on instagram i remember but i mean that's a song and a project from justin timberlake that i've always like kind of been into i kind of like every time i hear it and so i don't think i said this last week in the pod but i kind of decided in 2023 one of my resolutions was going to be you know i'm going to explore a little bit more music i'm going to listen to full albums from you know lots of different genres lots of different artists and catch up on a lot of these like classics or like albums that i like songs from the artist but i've never listened to a full album by them just so you know diversify my taste a little bit and just see what happens but my goal was 365 albums in 365 days so one a day i am behind i have only listened to like i think four albums four or five and it's you know we're eight days in at this point so a little bit behind but you know we can easily do a two a yeah. day some of these days so i'm confident that i can still you know take this down i'm saying it on the podcast right now to hold myself accountable but i was thinking about what goes around comes around so the first album i listened to in this journey was future sex love sounds by justin timberlake randomly i mean it's you know probably not the highest critical acclaim it's probably not the most popular but it was the one I was feeling on my list. So I got about like uh, probably almost 60 albums on my list right now. But if you guys are listening, give me some albums. If you're oh, listening I, to different genres like that, Elijah, obviously you're listening to different albums like that. Give me some. some yeah, ideas. I mean, I got, I you know, Audio Slave by Audio Slave, you know, the self title. That's, that's on my list. That better be on the yeah. list. You know, it I is. don't even I, need to mention that. So um, I do. I have it scheduled out by like, thir- oh, there's 31 days in January. Uh, but I had 30 originally for January. I was doing blocks of 30 basically. Um, but it's in January, so it'll be, you know, towards the top of my list. I knew you liked that one. So when I was thinking about different things that crossed my mind, but even a lot of rap and some of these albums I have heard, you know, like as a rap. Fan, yeah. Not like a dedicated like, listen though. Exactly. Like, I feel like, you know, I gave them a listen, but they didn't like stick. I'm going to give them another chance to stick like Illmatic. I recognize great album. Very good. But like I'm not going back to it that much, and so I want to give it that full another chance just to go back into it. And then some of them I do appreciate, obviously, and love, like Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Going back to that one again, listen to it though, you know, fairly often yeah. songs from it at least. Um, but yeah, just a whole bunch of different stuff like that, just stuff I haven't heard in a minute. And I mean, we'll see. Well, I, there, just yeah. find, I just want to find something new, see what I'm liking. But yeah, it's been cool so far. I've listened to. Justin Timberlake, I listened to Songs in the Key of Life by Stevie Wonder, Parachutes by Coldplay, and The Best of Sade by Sade. Very random assortment so far, but yeah. I feel like it, the diversity is gonna, it. you know, really strengthen that list. So I like the diversity uh-huh. there. Oh yeah. But I think it's time to get into today's topic. You know, we talked about a lot of stuff so far, but the main point of today's episode is, you know, we're gonna give five hot takes slash predictions for 2023 this year in music. Might have really more predictions than hot takes. I don't know how your list is looking, but yeah, excited to get into it. It's a it. good good mix of those. Like I feel like okay. some of these can be viewed as a hot take. So the best way to you know kind of decipher that what we're both feeling is let's just get into it. So let's do it. You start us off here with your first one. Uh, for my first one, I have Kanye West will release an album this year. Um, you know, we kind of got kind of somewhat down to two. Doesn't really count. I don't know if we're going to get Donda 2 or what's going to be going on. If there's going to be some form of an album release, I don't know what we're going to get. I don't know how many features we're going to get, stuff like that with, you know, everything going on, but we're going to get something. I like that prediction a lot. That was going to be on my list. 
I was almost going to say Kanye will drop more than one project this year, which would be crazy. But I feel like he's so like sporadic that, you know, if he's feeling it, he might. And you just never know how he's feeling. I do think to your point about uh, him being featured, I don't think he's be featured on many. Yeah. yeah, Just because everybody's like, yo, I'm not doing, I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, you know, it'd be interesting to see if he does release an album, would people be willing to be featured on it? I don't know. And yeah, I that's what I all was... Kanye project, which would be kind of <laughs> interesting just because, you know, he's somebody that I think his career is built on his collaborations. Almost. He's who he is. He just legendary. So many collab- people. Yeah. And you know, that's what I love about his artistic career. So, I mean, we'll see. I think, you know, it's one of those things like it's either going to happen or it's not It's 50, 50, but I do think this is 50, 50. Like he's either going to drop or, He's going to be totally quiet for the entire year, I think. Like, he's going to be very active soon, or we're not going to hear from Kanye for very much. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm super interested to see how it goes. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I like the points you're making there. I don't, he's not going to have like very many features on it or anything, but we'll see what happens. You know, maybe the, the people he's stuck by, you know, the, who, you know, he had what the baby on his album. He brought him out, Marilyn Manson Marilyn out. Manson, you know, when, yeah. when they're canceled. So maybe you know the people he stuck by throughout everything they went through. They'll stick stick with him. So maybe I don't know. I feel like cancel culture was like at different levels at different you know years, but Kanye's at you know maybe the highest level of cancel you can be right now. <laughs> so I mean, we'll see. My first hot take: Frank Ocean will drop an album. And it'll be more than an album. I think you'll have like a movie or he's going to have something bigger. It's not going to be just an album. What are you smirking Um, over there? So uh, we can like, we can go back and forth on this for my number two here. Frank Ocean will not drop an album this year. (laughs) Okay. Okay. That's funny. That's that's perfect. Perfect placement and everything. Um, I, I just keep thinking to the point of, you know, given the Andre 3000 comparison that I gave him last week. And that is like really stuck with me. And I I'm really like hammering down on that. It's just raps. You think? I, I think, I don't think he's going to be inactive in music, you know, he'll feature on songs here and there, or <clears throat> potentially single stuff like that. But I don't think, or I could, I don't know. I guess my prediction is we're not going to get a full length Frank Ocean album, at least this year or, potentially ever again so i mean i don't know like the sick thing is like as much as i believe that he's gonna drop mm-hmm. i almost equally believe that he's just never gonna drop again mm-hmm. because it's yeah. something that like i haven't experienced in so long that it might just not happen and my thing too is like with the coachella appearance like you can't tell me he doesn't have enough enough of a catalog to go out there and do a performance and everybody would be satisfied with that probably mm-hmm. i mean maybe even almost happier with that than you know something newer that he released you know that they may not like as much so i don't think it him performing at you know coachella or whatever festival after that is going to pencil him in to drop an album you know whereas a travis scott travis scott is dropping this year you know Mm -hmm. that's a really interesting point about coachella and i just saw a tiktok recently about this and it was something that i've always kind of thought about you know when you're dropping music before a festival you know the fans aren't necessarily going to know it is that a good thing or a bad thing this person was making the claim that, you know, I think in the case of Frank Ocean, it's a good thing. You know, when you're going to see Frank Ocean, you want to hear Frank Ocean. When he's playing these songs, you're going to hear people just screaming the lyrics. Like, 
does yeah. it almost take away from the experience not being able to like just solely hear Frank? And so then would it be a good thing that he drops the album like the weekend before Coachella? Like he drops on mm-hmm. Friday and then performs on Saturday. Like, is that the best move? Because then you'd be getting the new music, you'd be getting the performance. And you'd probably be hearing the songs with like the least amount of disturbance from the crowd possible, which I think does sound kind of nice. And then it he does. was making the point that, you know, that's kind of what Kendrick did with Dam. He mm-hmm. dropped Dam and then he performed at Coachella the same weekend. And so maybe we could see that from Frank again this year. Yeah. I feel like you're, you're looking into it too much then. Like, am I, am I at these concerts not enjoying myself just because everybody else is singing? Like, you know, I feel like I have that, you know, locked in vision. I'm enjoying myself regardless of the conditions, mm-hmm. unless, you know, baby Tron is performing at the That's Riviera exactly in Chicago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, unless you have like just some obnoxious case like that, but like in New York, Pusha T, uh, he, we did run away or he did run away. We did run away. The crowd did run away. And, mm-hmm. you know, that was one of my favorite moments I've had at a concert. So I feel like you can give or give and take with that, you know? I feel like unless it's just some really over the top obnoxious person, then you're going to enjoy yourself. So I do feel that. I think there's almost a difference though, between Pusha T and Frank Ocean, like at a rap show, it is kind of about the crowd interaction. It's about, you know, all that Mm -hmm. rapping back to the artist. I feel like that is like a thing, but I kind of feel like when you're at these shows and artists that are so much more focused on like their vocal performance, like a Frank Ocean, like a Mm -hmm. weekend, that has to shine sometimes. And sometimes the fans, you know, might be able to take away from it. But then I will say at the same time, when I did see the weekend, I don't think anybody in the crowd took away from it, but I will say, I personally was feeling self-conscious about my singing ability, (laughs) just sitting there trying to sing along. And I'm like, I don't know, man, this isn't, uh, this isn't my forte. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Who am I trying to be? I'm not trying to be able, I'm trying to be me. Uh, I'm a fan. I'm not him. So yeah, I don't know. I think we'll see what happens. Yeah, there, there's sides, each side to it, you know, good good and bad with both sides, so. Yeah. But I'll finish up with, like, my point about it being more than an album. I think Frank Ocean will drop more than an album. I think it could be a short film. I think it could be, I don't know, so many different things. It could be something I, I wouldn't even think of. But I think it's been so long. Obviously, music is enough, but I think Frank is just such a creative guy that it could be more than music at some point. Obviously, he has, like, Blonded Magazine with you know the blonde era so i feel like he could do something else you know maybe even a step further with this release so we'll see i yeah i really like that point there you know if you know he were to drop an album it's going to be something more you know or like even with the radio show yeah something like that i mean Mm -hmm. you're just doing something all new with that so 100 Uh, we'll see your point there i'll move on here since you got your second take in there with my first one (laughs) uh my second hot take or a prediction is the double XL freshman list will actually be good this year. You know, the thing is I haven't really thought about who's going to be on it, anything like that, but I just, I feel like there's been so many years. Obviously with social media, you know, you're going to have varying opinions. You're going to hear the bad thoughts, but I think that, you know, maybe they've heard that enough and they want to just deliver with a good list one year. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I haven't you know, thought too much about it. You know, I've had like one lock that I'm hundred percent certain they have to be on it. Ice spice, you know, deserving of that mm. spot for sure. So I can um, see you're turning it down. You know what I mean? Turning like, it, yeah. I could see it turn, turning it down, but that'd be, that'd be my freshman that I'm, I'm going to choose and lock in. But yeah, I, I feel like it, it is setting up for a pretty good uh, list. 
yeah, I'm not sure, you know, in terms of who would be on it, but I think that, you know, every year there's enough people that are on, you know, the verge of blowing up or have just blown up that belong in that list. And so many people go, you know, unnoticed or unchosen, but Hey, my thought this year, it's going to be the year, I guess, you know, that's optimism coming out of me, but I want to see it. I think the double XL list used to be so special and, you know, maybe that was like my youth and those were just the people I was coming up on and I just haven't been feeling it with these people, but I have good, uh, good feeling about this year. We'll see. Definitely. Um, I, I feel like the potential is always there. It's just getting the correct people in the correct spots for the list. Mm-hmm. So exactly. Um, hopefully we're in store for a great list. So for my third take here, I have, don't be dumb. I, I feel like it's going to receive the, uh, the testing and the whole lot of red treatment, you know, where he's trying to bring in this new Aesop's trying to bring in this new innovative sound and people just aren't, aren't understanding it initially, or, you know, feeling it as much, but then you come back to it a couple of years down the line and you're like, Oh, okay. Now I'm bumping this or whatever. Um, so, I mean, that, that'll be my take for don't be dumb. Well, this is timing working out again. My take number three, also an ASAP Rocky take. ASAP Rocky will have the album of the year. Wow. Yeah, we are differing opinions here. But hey, we we're, were like, we're, gonna, we're, on, we're, we're thinking about the same people, though. So this is interesting. Uh, I like this. We're going to, one of us is going to be right next year, though, when we're going over. Yes, this, so. exactly. That's what I'm saying. I know. I guess this is the one where I was trying to go hot take. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many people that are going to drop this year that. You know, I won't say it's unlikely that ASAP Rocky's have the album of the year, but like I was trying to go with like a hot take here because, you know, Frank's going to drop. Frank could have an album of the year. Travis could have an album of the year. So many people could have album of the year, obviously. But it's been a minute since we heard from Rocky. When ASAP Rocky drops, it's a moment. You know, he's very adventurous with his different styles. He, you know, makes music in. And I'm just excited to see what he does. And I really think that there's so much potential here. Like you said, it's going to be experimental, probably like testing, hopefully at least. But I think that's a good thing. I think that a lot of times, you know, when you're talking about album of the year, you want it to wow you. And I think that when you experiment, it does wow you more than if you do a cookie cutter rap album. You know, everybody could have Metro Boom and produce. Everybody could have feature from Lil Baby. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but I think when you get into experimenting and doing different things, that's when you have a contender for album of the year. And I think Rockies would be doing that which gives him a chance to have album of the year. So I don't know. We'll see. But like, you know, you said it might be hated at first. People might grow to it later. We'll see. I don't know. I think there's potential there and that's what matters. Definitely. Um, we'll have to see what happens though. I mean, don't be dumps coming. And I mm-hmm. think we, I feel like we both feel like it's a quarter one album. So we'll be able to give you that review and, you know, see, see what we're feeling initially. So Mm-hmm. Um, moving on, you know, we're talking about album of the year. Baby Keem's gonna have an album of the week. He's going to drop a number one album for uh, this year. So I feel okay. like that. I don't know how hot of a take that is. Top five album there for, with the the melodic blues. So I mean, it's not too crazy to assume that he's just gonna take that jump, which I feel like we all feel he's in store for. So mm-hmm. no, I think it's you know I won't say like likely, but it could definitely happen, especially, you know, as he levels up, I feel like he's going to get bigger features. Obviously Kendrick is a huge feature, but Drake was a big fan of uh die for my bitch. I remember, you know, Keem has that leaked 
verse from what's next. So maybe a Drake collab. I mean, that's always going to do big numbers. You never know what could happen on Keem's project, but yeah, I think it's definitely possible for him to go number one. We'll see. Yeah, it's it's going to be deserved. Deserved. Uh, I hope. I, I hope he's drops a number one quality worth of a album there. So we'll see what happens. But that's my prediction. So. Okay, I'll move on here to my number four prediction, and that is Childish Gambino will release an album. I feel like he's somebody that it could really go either way. I would say it's more unlikely than it is likely. He's a person that could never release an album again. He is like a Frank Ocean in that way. I think Josh Gambino's coming. I think there hey, will yo. be <laughs> pause. I think he will drop. You know, he just finished up Atlanta. He's obviously got a lot of different things going on with acting and, you know, all that. But I feel like he's always going to have some love for music and I wouldn't put it past him to drop this year. But if he doesn't drop this year, I just need him in the community movie and I'll be okay. So as long as I get some Donald Glover this year in some way, pause that's what all that matters yeah no i i i don't hate that take i i put i put him and frank ocean about the same odds honestly um i'm maybe mm-hmm. frank ocean's gotta be a little bit higher with the coachella i would say frank Carr too a little bit yeah but um we'll see what happens you know like you said that's another person who could never drop again so um <clears throat> for my final hot take here this is gonna be a pretty hot one you know these other ones are uh, i see how you feel about them but I think Travis Scott with Utopia is going to have a top two Travis Scott project, regardless of if you give Rodeo or Astroworld the nod, whichever you have there. I think it's going to pair with everybody's tastes where it's going to be top two. Um, so I, that's my hope, at least. You know, I, I need I need to go to Travis project. So I think we all need that. And I wouldn't be surprised if it is. I mean, those projects are both great. And I feel like, especially when Astroworld dropped, I had so much like recency bias that I was like, oh yeah, this is the one. And I was like, oh, this might be better than Rodeo. But then, you know, I get, I got my senses back and I was like, okay, Rodeo is the one for me personally. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad if you had Astroworld, I guess, you know, it's personal preference in the day, but. Uh, Astroworld's his best project. Okay. For me, Rodeo, <laughs> yeah. you Astroworld. So You're see, we just got to pass You're up wrong. the opposite one for each other. <laughs> but yeah, I think there's definitely potential there. I don't, I think it is, you know, a fairly hot take because whichever one you put at number two is still very, very good. Yeah. So it's gonna, it has a high bar to set, but uh, yeah, we'll see. That's why I didn't, you know, just assume Astroworld as the number one album because you, I, I knew you had com- conflicting feelings there. So hopefully mm-hmm. it just surpasses Astroworld for you and then Rodeo for me. Hopefully. We'll <laughs> see. Moving on. My final prediction. One of the 2010s big three will retire this year. The big three, meaning Kendrick, J. Cole, or Drake, one of them is going to retire this year. And if I had to pick which one, I'm going to say J. Cole. You know, I think he's going to drop the fall off, it's a boy, whatever it's going to be, and that's going to be it. I think Cole's going to call it a career. If I had to pick one of the three, but I'm just going to say generally one of the three is going to just call it a wrap. Kendrick, I would say, it's Kendrick and Cole, pretty equal odds. And then Drake, I would say, has like less of a chance, but... I just have a feeling, you know, there haven't been that many artists like that. We really like grew up on retire. And I think we're going to start to see that soon. I, I don't think, I feel like J Cole is the one I'd give the least odds to retire, you know, which is how active he's been, you know, with, and he's just putting so many, you know, the Dreamville guys on, or he's always going to be active within the Dreamville project, stuff like that. 
maybe his final solo album i guess um that i guess that's more okay what I would yeah, say, yeah but i feel like i don't know and i've always you know i've stuck with this take for a year now j cole is at his peak he is i'd say he's the best of the three right now and gotta give me I, I some like lebron vibes like yeah LeBron I, I don't think he's running it i don't, I don't know. think i don't think j cole is ever the best out of the three i mean 2014 Force Hills. I mean, maybe at that point, but I still feel like Drake was larger. Kendrick was much larger. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now, I mean, J. Cole is, uh, I feel like he really solidified himself as a top guy. So maybe he'll go out with that, go out on top. So, yeah, you know, I mean, I think being an artist is such a tricky thing because, you know, you want to do as much as you can or as much as, you know, fulfills you. But I think there's some point where it starts to diminish a little bit. Like you look like an Eminem. I mean, he's always going to be the example where, you know, he had such a great career. And then, you know, some of the later years, I mean, obviously he's still going to sell a lot of records. He's still going to have some hits, but like, I feel like his just image in general just isn't what it once was. And I would hate for one of those big three to go through that. And I feel like we're already seeing that with Drake somewhat. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, not in my eyes, because he's still putting out quality, quality music for some people, you know, for a certain group or, you know, for different, it's not the same as, you know, take care of Drake or if reading this is too late, Drake. So, I mean, uh, it's just a tricky situation with that. I feel like it's just all about perspective for sure. I would agree, but you know, we'll see. I'm excited to come back to these in 2024. Crazy to say 2024, it'll be next year, but next year. And, you know, we'll see how we did. We didn't do so hot with our 2022 predictions. So hopefully we do better this year. Definitely. Um, I'm feeling pretty good about, about ours, you know, and for some of our answers, one of us has to be right. So um, exactly. <laughs> so for two of them, at least. So we'll see what happens. Yes, sir. Let's move on here to the news for this week, though. Another light week. I sent you a meme when I saw the album releases this week and it was, I forget what cartoon character, but it was a cartoon character getting into bed. It's SpongeBob or, getting into bed, I think. And I said me at 1159 on Friday night or on Thursday night. And it's because none of these releases just got me excited anymore. This week, we got projects from NBA Youngboy, French Montana, and DJ Drama with a collab. Then we got singles from Quavo, Skrillex featuring Trippy Red and Pink Pantherist, and then Popcon featuring Drake. Just not a crazy week. I was thinking back, and I mean, we're coming on. No, we already had the one-year anniversary for DS Forever and Don FM. So 2022 definitely was off to a hotter start. This is start. our one-year anniversary. It's close. I think we put our first episode 28th. So next coming up. But yeah, soon. Yeah, I don't know. Definitely off to a slower start this year, but not saying it's going to be a worse year by any means. We'll see how it turns out. Just hasn't been anything really getting me excited this draft. The Quavo single was cool. Obviously a big takeoff tribute there. Nothing else really got me excited i'm well, ready for the one that does though yeah so there, there's there's something coming up you know we have it it's, it's not a really i didn't you know give any of the releases too much of a listen to be honest didn't listen to all besides this quavo single but luca tronchich uh the tron megatron um mr make what, it what happen he, mr make it happen he's dropping this week so you know we're gonna tune in for that and i mean you already know how baby tron's coming so i i know we'll be satisfied with that at least we will. I think, you know, Babytron, I'll say it. He will have album of the year for however long until somebody first, else drops. Yeah. For the first <laughs> okay. month, he might have album of the year. Yeah. Like, there's mean, a point where he's going to be top ladder. Like, it's like I'm week really... one of the NBA season when somebody has like a 50 point game 
Hey, they're number one on the MVP ladder for that first week. So I think Babytron, I mean, if somebody else surprise drops, they might take it from him. But as of right now, for that first three weeks, you know, of 2023, Babytron might be the favorite problem of the year. Definitely. And I'm excited to see if he continues with the growth that we saw in the the Old Testament. So Mm -hmm. we'll see what happens. I'm super excited to listen to it. Um, Most anticipated album of the year so far. 100%. We'll get to that next week, though. Moving on here, Stargirl Interlude by The Weeknd featuring Lana Del Rey becomes the most streamed interlude of, on Spotify. Massive W. This is one of my favorite songs of all time. I remember it was my number one song on my Spotify rap. The first year I was on Spotify, people were like like questioning me on that because it wasn't as big as it is. And then TikTok. Yeah, they weren't, they weren't understanding. Yeah, they weren't They weren't here when I was here. You, you were two steps ahead. I was. And I love that track. I'll forever love that track. So I'm very happy for the weekend here with that massive W. Amazing track there. Deserving of, I don't know about most streamed ever, but uh, deserving of one of the spots up there for sure. So, yeah, kind of crazy. I also want to, you know, really quickly go back to the songs of the week that we chose. Uh, what goes around comes around by Justin Timberlake says interlude in it. And that is like the longest song yeah. I've ever seen called an interlude. <laughs> Just got to say that. Um <laughs> Next year, vinyl sales are at their all-time highest since 1991. I mean, w here, pretty interesting. Yeah, you, you see what I got behind me. You know I've started a wave around the world, worldwide. All these viewers are seeing all these back here. They're inspired. So, um, I mean, to all these vinyl companies, you're the people that produce the, the actual vinyl CDs or for it. Um, you're welcome. You know, you're welcome for boosting your numbers. Cut me oh, a yeah. check. Run me my bread. Next one, Young Thug charged with eight charges out of a possible fifty-six. W, W for I, sure. I, I, yeah, W. I mean, fifty-six is a lot. So I mean, eight still, you know, pretty good amount. But hoping the best for Young Thug. Free Young Thug. You free him. Final news here: J Cole clears his Instagram. Everybody, you know, reads into what this means. Possible retirement coming up. <laughs> I, uh, you said it here. I don't know. If it's if it's with the you with your take there so um it does albums it's either an album sure. or it's retiring well I, who knows my kind of included both though i feel like the news lately has become on like espn part of the interruption like they run through those news like at the last minute yeah that's what we've been on but that's gonna do it for the news i mean pretty short week nothing too crazy that we really wanted to dive into i just want to make sure you guys were aware of all those things that were happening in the rap game episode 50 next week big Box episode battles. for us obviously yeah. Ox battle rematch. Tune in. This is it's gonna be a banger. Yeah, who's gonna solidify themselves? Because winner of game game six wins, or what is it? Game five yeah. goes on to win the series the majority of the time. So huge game here out of the seven game series. So uh, oh, yeah. stay tuned. Um, go vote on the IG next week, or we'll, we'll we'll have an episode out before then. So we'll reiterate the message before then. Oh yeah, and we're doing a little amp radio stream, playing our songs. So make sure to tune in, but. As always, it's going to be a banger, so make sure to come back. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.